This Known Leader podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead students to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can find other incredible student ministry resources as well as huge camp information at www.lifeway.com forward slash students. Welcome to another episode of our Known Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Prawl, and today we are wrapping up this entire unit of study called Count On It. We've looked at, for the last three weeks, issues related to integrity from how does God demonstrate integrity, why should I live a life of integrity. Last week we looked at when am I tempted to lie as a part of that study on integrity. This week we're getting real practical with, with students and adults is the question, how do I live as a person of integrity, you're going to kind of boil this down and get real practical. We've got the uh, the expert on living a life of integrity with me here, uh, Jeff Pratt. <laughs> Jeff, uh, how are you today? Oh, dude, don't set me up that way, bro. <laughs> I don't know if I want to uh, accept that. Let's just say that I'm a guy who strives to live with integrity. How that's about right. That? Well, and that's I think is what we're talking about is is making those wise choices, and that's the point today. And it, it really underlines what you've shared the last three sessions is that living with integrity is an intentional choice. Um, you know, with God, that's a part of who he is and as as believers who model his character in nature that should be a part of who we are people should look at us and say man there's something different about you especially in the way that we live with integrity uh, leaders we're going to look at four different scripture passages this week and three of them again specifically mention integrity and so uh, we're going to look through this idea with the the question of how do i live as a person of integrity some practical ideas the first one is we just need to choose to live with integrity. That's in Psalm 101, verse 2. Uh, what do you see there, Jeff? Yeah, well, I, I think it's a great way to start as we, as we kind of think about, you know, in the known study, this fourth is always really the most practical. Right. Students, here's how you can apply what we've tried to teach over the last three weeks. And, and just to let them know, you know what? You've got to choose to live with integrity. I mean, it... It is who we. It is who we are. It's when God changes our our nature inside of us, man. We we receive the fruit of the spirit, and and so truth comes with that. Well, we still have this flesh that we wrestle with. We still live in a sinful world. So there's a choice we've got to make every day, and we've just got to remember that you know we're not you know we're not God, and we don't have that ability yet. You know, we still as long as we have sin in the world, as long as we wrestle with our flesh, and it's still here, it's unredeemed. And it's going to be a battle, a struggle. Right. So you just got to choose to live with integrity. Uh, you know, it says, "I will pay attention to the way of integrity." Yeah. Uh, the thing is that we got to understand there are forces out there that are that are drawing us to lying, drawing us to live without integrity, right. oh, drawing yeah. us to destroy to destroy our integrity. So we've got to we got to wake up. Paul says, "Put on the armor of God." We've got to go out and fight that battle every single day. Yeah. And I think it's just every day it's a choice. I mean, you and I today, Rick. Uh, there'll be opportunities for us to to really forfeit our integrity, right? And it's just a choice we've got to make, right? Well, and I like the last part of that verse, especially that I will live with a heart of integrity in my house. Yeah, dude. You know, for a lot of us, especially adults, you know, you know where we're coming from is yep. that you know. It's easy to make choices related to integrity sometimes when we're outside of the house and we come home and we act completely different with our spouse, with our kids, with our dog. Um, yep. You know. Living with integrity in my house. And then leaders also want to point out in this particular, this life principle, that we have a reference uh, to a, a fighter, uh, Vitor Belfort. He's with the UFC Ultimate Fight Championship. And some of you are going to just going to completely freak out that we're doing a UFC feature and known. And, you know, we're not trying to endorse that in any way or, or not endorse it. We're just using his testimony as an example of a person who chose to live with integrity. And 
it's an example that a lot of your students are going to resonate with. So just kind of take that and use that, uh, you know, for for his testimony of living with integrity. He made some some tough choices, but chose to live a life of integrity. Yeah, here's here's the thing too, Rick and, and man. Just looking at this verse, it is just very convicting. I mean, as leaders, when we look at this verse, you know, I'm looking at this thing. I will not set anything worthless before my eyes. Right, dude, man. That you know, when you think about that. You, you just think of some of the things that, that we watch on TV right. as as leaders, as adults, that, I mean, we wouldn't consider it to be bad, but it's just worthless. Right. I mean, it just has no value. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you know, the psalmist is saying here, I'm just not going to set anything worthless before my eyes. Right. I'm, I'm just going to make a choice not to do that. Yeah. And, uh, man, what a great challenge, you know, yeah. for all of us oh, yeah. uh, to know that, man, you know, that that's really where it starts for us is making sure that. Um, that that we're lit choosing to live with integrity. That's right. Before we go out and start teaching teenagers to do that as well. Definitely, exactly. Which moves into that second life principle and kind of underscores that that man, we need to value not only just live a life of integrity and make choices. Sometimes we think oh, I got to live with integrity and make the right choice because I'm a Christian. No, man, I, I need to value that. That's important. Proverbs twenty eight verse six. Uh, what do you see there in that verse? Well, you, you, you hear this value statement: "Better is a poor man who lives with integrity than a rich man who distorts right and wrong." Right. You know, you you see there. You know, the writer is clearly making a value a value statement. Right. The world values one thing. Here's what God says is much more valuable: the man that's poor but has integrity is richer than the man who has a lot of money right. and distorts right and wrong. And I think for us to help teenagers understand, really, it goes back to it. Just a, it's a value judgment. You know, what do we value? You know, do we value what we see? Do we value the person driving the nice car, regardless of how they got it, wearing all the nice clothes? You know, whatever right. that is. We look at those things and we go, God, you know, we're amazed by those things. The reality is, is that do we ever look at people who who are just have integrity and go, man, that's awesome, right? No, well, we don't because we don't value those things, right? And so it's just we have to help teenagers understand. As we, if we want to pursue something that's valuable, pursue integrity. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And there's great value in that. And it's also not to say that you know those that have integrity aren't going to have some nice stuff too. No, um, of course not. Because we've got you know we see a lot of examples of that. But the importance is the value of of integrity. And then you go back to what we talked about in the second session that God's going to bless you. Sometimes that's material blessings. Sometimes that's just a lot of a lot of other things that God pours into our lives that helps that writer come to that state that statement. We move into there, into the third life principle, which again springs off of what we did in the last session, is that how do I live a pers- as a person of integrity? You keep your word. Uh, Matthew right. 5, 33 through 37. Uh, what do you see there in that passage? Again, this passage doesn't specifically use the word integrity, but everything it's talking about is all about integrity. What do you see there? Well, I, I think it's a great passage, and, and I've always loved this. You know, obviously, it tells us not to break our oaths. You know, keep our oaths. I mean, that, that, that's really directly at Ecclesiastes talks about that as well. But really, going on down to where it says, "Man, let your yes be yes and your no be no." Anything more is from the evil one. Right. Uh, we we are supposed to be people that have such integrity that if I say something, I shouldn't have to repeat it twice. Right. I mean, think about that, Rick. You know, man, when we go in right now and we want to buy a car, we want to buy a house, or whatever. Dude, we got to sign our life away, our kids away. You know, right. I mean, everything. But why? Why is that? Well, because there's no integrity in this world anymore, and they don't know that we are not going to pay. Scripture says we should live such a life that you could walk into a bank, for example, right, and go, you know, the old handshake like it used to be, right? Yeah, I want to borrow some money. Okay, 
handshake. That was enough. I remember, I remember hearing, I used to, I pastored in small towns and hearing those guys talk about the days of being able to walk into their bank. And they, and, you know, it was just, it was a small town bank. But what they said was there was a lot of integrity there and they could go in just on a handshake. They could do deals. Wow, yeah. We, man, we don't do that anymore right. because we just don't live in a world of integrity. And, 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 you know, we understand why, why we're not getting into the banking industry here, but just to illustrate, man, if teenagers, if they say something, we shouldn't have to question that. Right. We should live such a life that if I say this, that's true. Right. Well, and it goes back to your example you used in the very first session about the whole Disney World thing that, you know, if I'm going to tell my kids, hey, we're going to go to Disney World, man, I need to keep my word. That's exactly right. That's a, that's a great point because, you know, there's, there are things that we can do. And again, you know, I would just say to parents, don't overpromise, right? You know, I've heard people say in business, under promise and over deliver. Right. I, I, just, I just think we have, to be, we have to be careful what we promise our kids because they're developing a concept of our integrity based on what we say to them. Right. You know, and, and so, again, just let your yes be yes so that when we say something to our kids, they know it's going to be true. Right. And the last life principle we're going to look at this week, Jeff, is, again, this whole idea, how do I live a life as a person of integrity? Is The last one is to follow the example of others. We're going to jump back to Proverbs, going to chapter 2, verses 20 through 22. What do you see in there about this idea of following the example of others? Love how it starts off. Follow the way of good people. Hmm. And just, you know what, there's, uh, you know, by nature, uh, I think we gravitate toward others. And and we always talk about in student ministry, you know, leaders. Who are our leaders in our student ministries? Right. You know, who are those leaders that are rising up? And and I know a lot of churches, the last, firstly, the last several churches I've worked in, it seems like that we have we have knighted students to be leaders because of what grade they're in. Right. You know, we'll, we'll knight 12th graders because they're 12th graders to be our leaders, but not because they're leaders. Right. Man, there's some 12th graders in our youth group right now that I don't want other kids following. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, and now there's some ninth graders that I would say, hey, you need to follow this person. So, you know, I think what we need to help students understand is, is listen, follow the way of good people. Find somebody, find another student, uh, you know, find somebody a little older that's walking in the way of truth and follow that person. Because that person is going to take you down a road that you don't mind going. Right. Man, I can just think of students who are going down roads and they're, you know, leadership is interesting because you can be a, you can lead and be a leader and still take people down the wrong way. Right. You, you just lead them down the wrong paths. And, and we see that happen all the time. But follow good people. Keep the paths of the righteous. And then the promise, the upright will inhabit the land and those of integrity will, will remain in it. But the wicked will be cut off from the land. Right, yeah. You know, just this concept of if you if you want to live, you want to exist, you want to be able to be an impact for Christ, find somebody living with integrity, with integrity, follow them, and know the promise is going to be, and you're going to inhabit the land. And the promise of inhabiting that land, there's a lot that comes with that. Leaders, as we're wrapping up this session, again, our question, how do I live as a person of integrity? We've given you four things, and obviously there's a lot more that we could add to this, but in the course of this session, four life principles that you can communicate to your students. Choose to live with integrity, value your integrity, keep your word, and follow the example of others. Uh, Use this as a springing off point. Again, driving home that point, living with integrity is an intentional choice. Uh, Thanks for joining us this month as we talked about integrity. Join us again next month. We'll pick up a brand new unit of study. 